Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fangs. We're back, man. Episode 229. Yes, sir. Man, I had to double check that one. I had it written down, but I was like, let me double check. <laughs> we done it. We about to be 230 fucking episodes. Yeah. It's a lot of people. I look at some podcasts and they'll be like, episode 180. I'm like, dang, that's a lot. I'll be like, wait a minute. We did more. We're about to be on 230 next yeah, time. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Let's get right into it, guys. I will, I, Before you go, I will say like, you know, we always talk about the importance of content and how, you know, even when I got COVID, there was people like, man, I would, you know, I look forward to to having your podcast or um, opening it up every uh, Monday morning. Uh, we had did a, the open mic um, at the well last Tuesday. And um, after the show, one of the girls was like, hey, you know, you guys are hilarious. And, you know, I, I thank you guys so much because um, earlier we had to bury my grandpa. Oh, you know, man. so I just hit my friend and I was like, yo, I want to get out of the house. And she was like, mm. you know, obviously I don't want to just go to no bar. She was like, you know, let's let's hit the comedy club. So, yeah. um, you know, it made me realize like how important it is to yeah. you know, put on a put on a show anytime you get an opportunity yeah. to, to to speak in front of people. It's so. important to be strapped up and ready to go with your content and actually mm. really give a fuck because there's people who, you know, they're they need a distraction. Mm-hmm. And we've we've become no, we're not superstars, but we've become important enough to some people to where we're a healthy distraction for them. Yeah, you know, I feel like we do enough engaging content to where they're like, "Hey, I I rather listen to Eddie and Keith, mm-hmm. see what they're talking about." All right, now let's get right into it. Um, this is breaking news, you guys. This is some of the most important news in the world that I'm about to bring up right now. <laughs> Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson broke up. Bam, 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 bam. Jamaican noise uh, was a Jamaican horns. <laughs> All right, um, yeah. Uh, basically, it says Kim Kardashian. Uh, the Kardashians star and Pete Davidson have broken up and decided to just be friends. Sources close to the couple exclusively tells E News. The insider shared that while the pair has a lot of love and respect for each other, they found that the long distance dynamic and their and their demanding schedules made it really difficult to maintain a relationship. The split occurred sometime this week. Okay. This is not important news obviously. You know, but I felt it was, you know, let's start off with something colorful. Um this is just this the typical dynamic between men and women that happen a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Um married woman or woman out of relationship um, she may not want to be in a relationship, but women want consistent dick. They've been getting consistent dick for many years. Now they're divorced. They don't want to give up that fun, so they might find a guy. He might be funny. They know it's not long term. They could tell it. They they could tell that this guy doesn't have that. Nor do they want to recommit to another person like that. Mm-hmm. So they just find a, a buddy, a buddy they watch movies with, hang out, make them feel good. And if the sex is great, then that's a huge plus for them. Yeah. But that shit always expires. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't drag that shit on. You can't. They were d- hanging around what for nine months, so it's like, yeah. yeah. This is just what every man and woman usually. A lot of people go through. Not everybody, but a lot of women go through this. They'll say like, "I'm just team single. Like, um, I'm just by myself." Nah, somebody's fucking her. Somebody. <laughs> somebody's taking her out to the movie. Somebody's getting that pussy at two in the morning, and that's normal. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That woman is not a hoe for doing this. They just need companionship sometimes. And sometimes there's that guy like Pete Davidson, uh, a.k.a. Skeet Davidson, that is just going to come over and handle his business and crack jokes. Yeah. So she's in her mind, she's like, hey, you know, I may be divorced, but, you know, I just want some consistent dick and some jokes. And yeah. that's what she got. She got a lot of uh, free comedy and dick. 
Yeah. Shout out to Kim K for that. Having uh <laughs> being being funny and having good dick is just a winning formula. You'd be hitting it from the back like, oh my god, you're making me this is all hilarious. Oh my god, even Ray J can't hit it like this. <laughs> <laughs> I was first, man. Y'all don't know I was first. I was the first one to hit a Kardashian. I made them what they are, bro. Yo, that's somebody that I really fucking want to talk to one day is Ray J. Ray J. Ray, Ray J. J is hilarious. Ray man. J is so hilarious, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's this is just you know it's this is the the norm, right? Yeah. This is what it looks like to to date in our society. Yeah, hundred um, percent. It's just consistent relationships over the course. Yeah, this is a relationship, 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 and that's then all death, it is. and then that's pretty much all it looks like. Yeah, the <laughs> average person. We're just gonna say the average person does not um, take uh, extensive time to be uh, be all by themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually they, they have a fallback guy. They have like a, a lot of women have a rebound guy. They'll never mm-hmm. admit to this. Right. Yeah. But I live in the real world and I've been the rebound guy before a few times Yeah, where they just, I've, I've, I was, I've been the put back guy. What do you mean? The put, the put back guys when you hitting it and they still in a relationship. Whoo shit. <laughs> Damn. That's like a tip, like a tip. You still on offense, you just tip it in. <laughs> Shit. This nigga keeps making new rules. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, with me, I notice when women go on a break for their for their boyfriend, or you'll even ask them, hey, do you have a boyfriend? And they'll be like, No, not really. And then you're fucking them for a while, and then all of a sudden they like they go kind of cold on you, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, that's fine. It wasn't serious anyways. And then they back posting pictures with their man. You know, they finally made it work out. Yeah, the dude is all happy, not knowing I was fucking the shit out of his girlfriend while they was broke up. Yeah, yeah that's how it, that's how it works, man. That's just what it looks like, that's, man. That's I what, think the only the only issue I have with this whole thing is like I feel like people be. Not necessarily moving too fast, but it'd be like these like milestones that people be crossing um, very prematurely. Like Pete yeah. Davidson, I got like tattoos and like some there's some sh- weird stuff, weird like, shit. Like even tattoos and initials and stuff like yeah. that. He only been talking for like a few months, um, so that that's my only my only thing. And then just the the publicity of it. Like yeah. if I'm if I'm Pete Davidson and I am am Kim Kardashian's uh, rebound. Or whatever, it's just low key. Like, yeah, you know, it may be like, um, like oral history. Like, did you like? It would just be like a rumor, not nothing confirmed. You wouldn't see me out in no ice cream parlor or nothing. Like, you got enough money to to move around in a way, or just pull up to her house and 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 handle your business. Or if you do decide to go out, like renting out, you know, whole movie theaters or shutting down theaters, shutting down theme parks and stuff like that. That way, y'all can yeah. have y'all fun. But yeah, just the, I guess the. The, the, I guess the reason why I think is weird is just because we know statistically yeah. all the rebound relationships fail. Yeah, they, they, know, they don't at work. a super high clip, like 70% or something. Yeah, like they that. never work. Yeah. No. I, what it is, is this is how the rebound relationships start too, especially in 2022. Mm-hmm. The way they start is basically <laughs> while someone's in a relationship, I think, I think that women check out of relationships uh, sooner than men. Mm-hmm. Like basically, they'll be with a dude, but they stopped loving him like eight, nine months ago. They they're just, scared to break up. They're scared to break up. They can't yeah. find a legit reason to break up, right? Mm-hmm. So, but they, what they do is they start entertaining new guys, and, they, and I'm not saying they're always fucking them. I'm just saying, like, they probably got to do it on Snapchat, or they got him on Instagram, or they got him on Facebook, they got him on these apps, and they haven't like they probably had lunch one time or something mm-hmm. like that, but they ain't did nothing. And mm-hmm. then as soon as y'all break up, 
she right on to the next dude. And mm-hmm. what it is is a lot of women, they already did a study. It said over over 50% of women have a backup lover. Mm-hmm. It was on the news. Mm-hmm. So you got to realize these women is that like once they tired of you, bro, they not going to be crying over your ass. They going to replace you with another motherfucker. They've they been wanting to fuck for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, and they'll be like, hey. And the, the dude will be thinking like, I got to get my girl back, man. I got to get my girl back. I'm just, mm-hmm. but you don't realize you want her back. That's fine. But even if she come back, if it's a while, it's a chance of somebody else slipping in there. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's just the name of the game. Mm-hmm. And if it's Kim Kardashian, you know, goddamn well, somebody's in there. Yeah. Now I'm trying to figure out who's going to be the next, who's going to be the next guy to, to slide yeah. in there. Is it going to be a rapper? Or? That's what I, I don't know. It's a, that's crazy. It might he might she might get back with Kanye. I don't know, man. I might try to make it work again. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like, you know, you have Pete Davidson who that's not really he's not a high profile guy. He's just Pete. Mm-hmm. So I mean there could be somebody along that line. Like a kind of like B list celebrity type yeah, like, guy. Like, yeah, like a B list type dude. Mm-hmm. You know? She'll probably dip into the athlete pool again. She's been messing with inner like more so the actors, rappers. She might slide back with some, you know, some Mookie, Mookie, or something like that. I don't know, man. She kind of she had some white meat for the first time for in a while, man. Yeah, she usually just black guys, but you know, yeah. So who knows? Who knows now? Who would it be like Jason Hemsworth or some shit? Jason, Jason, Jason. Who was that? Was it? Uh, was it something Hemsworth? The dude that played Thor. Oh, <laughs> uh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> who knows, man? It's Kim K. Kim is sexy. I'll give her that. But her booty is fucked up, man. She got to chill with them surgeries, man. Yeah. I don't know why I don't know why so many women do that. That shit mm. is crazy. She got the OG BBL though. Uh, what do you mean? Like she had it before it was like you know, people flying out to Miami. I think she's one of the ones to blame for the pandemic. The uh, the the BBL pandemic. Yeah. She's definitely one of the ones to blame for mm-hmm. why so many women fucking mutilate their asses. Yeah. Who would you put like I would say her and Probably her and Nicki Minaj. Her and Nicki Minaj. Those are yeah. two of the first. They did that shit a long time ago. Because yeah. back in the day, Nicki didn't have no ass. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I don't care. Like, I'm mm. not I'm not so hung up on ass. Because in the 90s, regular women, we lo- I've loved Aaliyah. She was flat-chested, didn't have no booty. Loved her. Yeah. Brandy, all these other, these type of women in the early 90s, they was just they regular. They like dumb thick. They was just regular girls. Nia yeah. Long, motherfucking, it goes on and on. They was just yeah. regular women. Regular women. And yeah. I think a lot of um, women are blaming men for that. Like, oh, my God, like men and the beauty standard. Like, no, it's not us. Mm-hmm. Y'all on Instagram all day comparing comparing yourself to Kim K and motherfucking uh, Amber Rose all day. Mm-hmm. And you getting these BBLs. Now, I will say this. If they had a DBL for men, I think men would be doing that shit. A DBL. <laughs> If you had a, a Brazilian dick lift, yeah, niggas Brazilian would be. Dick if lift. you had a Brazilian dick lift, niggas would be. Everybody would be eight inches. Everybody For sure. Have, everybody yeah. have eight inches, man. Mm-hmm. But then that shit would probably be looking unnatural, just like a BBL. Yeah, dick be crooked as a motherfucker. Yeah, that'd be weird. Got a big old crooked uh, DBL. <laughs> you gotta chill with the DBL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's too much. But yeah, man, uh, uh, this is. Look, all it is is she's a celebrity, and she's what played out for her is what plays out in the average male and female relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, you just you find you find the solid. It's almost like um, it's like a fuck buddy that's actually a friend. It's like a friend, but there's sex involved. Yeah, that's pretty much all it is. 
I guess, I guess, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, overall, like, you know, it's cool. Like, if that's your, if that's your thing, like, you need to, you, you've been in, and, and a lot, like you said, I think, I think a lot of times people don't realize is they break up, the breakup happened on this day, mm-hmm. but the real breakup was three, four months ago when mm-hmm. all the arguing was happening, mm-hmm. when, when dude slept you know, at his parents' house for a couple nights and, mm-hmm. you know, where he kicked you out and you were sleeping at a, your friend's house, whatever the case may be. You didn't come home after the club. They, mm-hmm. These are the times when y'all really broke up. Y'all just yeah. kind of extended it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and then that's why it's generally so easy I'm, for people I'm, to move on. I'm sure women will listen to this and say, like, why is Eddie putting all the onus on women? You know, whatever the case. I'm not. All I'm saying is this. The truth is the truth. Is the, truth. the truth is that women do not have to pursue men. Mm-hmm. When you break up, we all know it based on the shit you post on the internet. Even if you don't officially break up, some women just go to social media and be like, sometimes you just need to focus on yourself and just, you know, get away from it all. Yeah. And then when they post shit like that, oh, she broke up with her man. Let and me hop yeah. in her DMs. And then it's always like, you gotta you gotta read through the you gotta read between the lines too. Like a girl will post that like, um, um, Nobody can ever end me, right? And it'd be like hashtag photography, hashtag mm-hmm. good day, hashtag for your uh, for your viewing, hashtag I'm single. It's like in the it's in the yeah. fine print. <laughs> it'd be like single life or something. Yeah, and it's like and the thing about it is is men are seeing that because men are hunters. Yeah, men are naturally hunter gatherers. Yeah, hunter gathers. We hunt and gather that pussy. <laughs> Right. So that's what uh, men do. Men, women constantly, even when they're in relationship, they constantly have men like throwing dick at them mm-hmm. all day. This, that's just what men do. It's yeah. relentless. And it's and it's like it, it could be in the form of like, hey, how's your morning? And and they just it might sound innocent, but he just trying to check your temperature. Mm-hmm. And he probably knows you like him. And he just like, OK, she's still in a relationship. I'll leave her alone. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you post that shit, it's leaving. It's like a, a implication that. My relationship's over. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, here comes Joe Blow want to take you on a date. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Damn. People people will just play the sideline. That's yeah. that's a, it's a it's a cold game out here. Oh man. Like people just play the sideline. Especially when a like when a dude is single, he'll play the sideline for as long as he's single. And mm. then until he get into a relationship, that's when his like his Cause he just throw, he throw his ride out there every couple. He might six seven months. Mm-hmm. Let me check the temperature to see see what she yeah. got going on. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes um, a woman will be in a relationship, but they'll post a very single picture. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be them standing sideways with their booty poking out, and you'd be like, "Dang!" Like, mm-hmm. They'd be like, "Dang, that thing is poking out." How's mm-hmm. your night going? They'd be like, "Oh, good. Just came from dinner with my boyfriend." You'd be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, that's why. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I'm not saying as a man you shouldn't be telling women what they can and cannot post. All I'm saying is, is it goes both ways. Stop posting single shit. Mm-hmm. Some people, the biggest issue with most people in relationships is they act too available. Yeah, you act too available. That the ass all out and yeah, just just you want too much attention. It's weird. What, there'd be some women's pages that be like a lot of you know. Pictures of them looking sexy or whatever, and then they just sprinkle in a relationship. Yeah, it's like, and and uh, and then when they sprinkle it in, it's something small. Like it'll be two uh, two plates of food, and mm-hmm. you'll see like some hands. And, yeah, and the hands might got like tattoos on them. Like, <laughs> is this how y'all like? This how y'all move? Yeah, girls, that's what women do, and it's hilarious when they do it. Mm-hmm. Like they will literally show a picture of a dude's like work boots. Or his motherfucking hands, mm-hmm. or it'll be like uh, a dude's shirt 
or something, and it'll be like, had a great time in uh in 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 Maui or something. Yeah, that's like, played out, dog. Like if you're gonna post me, post me. Yeah, that's real. Don't don't be trying to don't post like my kneecap. You better post them old niggas that's paying for your trip. <laughs> you mean he took his whole social security check to pay for that trip? That's like the that's like that very ambiguous thing. Like yeah. you know, it'd be like the one unique thing about you. Yeah, you know, like yeah. you got a mole somewhere, and it's just like a picture of the mole. Yeah, that'd be that'd be crazy. You got like your parents and shit tattooed on your arm, Mm -hmm. and she take a picture. They'd be like, "Wait a minute, that's my fucking husband." (laughs) (laughs) Be some married. It's be some married people out. I'll be thinking like, "Are you that dumb?" In relationships, full fledged married on a date with this chick, bro. You stupid as fuck. You know the worst. You know the worst. And this is me just assuming the worst space where I've been seeing like I've been seeing a lot of like sneaky links Mm -hmm. be like major parking lots. Oh yeah! Like you'll go to like a like out here Barnes and Noble parking mm-hmm. lot or like a Walmart parking I, lot. Already, this is how you know. The way you know is when they got their cars parked a certain way and they standing out talking to each other. Yeah, and it's like, why are you in a parking lot by yourself at like one in the morning, mm-hmm. and and you got the cars parked a certain way, almost like you're trying to hide away from the public. Mm-hmm. It's like y'all cheating. <laughs> yeah, like you cheating. This is yeah. very easy to get. Yeah. I remember I was going to the store and it was these two people and some people just have this look where they look married. It's like you got two married couples or no, two two married people, individually married that is, and they just out there talking. I'm like, man, y'all might as well just go fuck, man. Just go get a exactly. hotel. Yeah. Yeah. You out here, you about to get caught up. It's like motherfuckers don't realize what they look like. Mm-hmm. Bro. You got to be mindful of like how you look out in these streets. Yo, I'm going to say this to the married men out there, uh, married men and women, but man, I'm talking to men right now. Please don't cheat on your wife. I've said this a million times. Just stop, bro. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Don't do that because it make you look bad too because like you, if that's your lady, bro, you chose this woman, right? You with her. Like treat her good. And I would say just, just from a man to man, like men don't handle cheating as good as Fuck women no. do. A man, a man could be cheating his whole marriage. Yep. Twenty years of cheating, and his wife slip on a dick one time. Yeah. And it's like he ready to kill her. Yeah. And the guy. Yeah. Because now a, a man's insecurities get sparked. Because mm-hmm. now the whole thing is she cheated with him. Now it's like, oh man, is his dick bigger than mine? Oh, yeah. do he last longer than me? Yeah. Oh, was the sex better than mine? Just, mm-hmm. I hope she didn't come. Like. Yeah. Just all the insecurities will pour out of a man, and men can sit there and be like, "No, nah, I'll take that. Just, just chuck that to the game." No, motherfucker, shut up. No, nah, we don't. Our brain don't operate. Our brain like don't that. operate like that. Yeah, you are gonna have every mental image of her getting back shots. Yeah, it'd be terrible yeah. for you. You gonna be brother. scrolling through his Instagram. That'd be terrible. Mm-hmm. That'd be terrible. And then the worst part would be like if 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 you that hurt and you know she's smashing this dude, and then you'd be like, "Man, he look at his print, man." Yeah, you for sure gonna be scrolling down to uh, July, <laughs> June, July. <laughs> Not even June. What is that? Like more like December, yeah. January vibes. Scrolling down to see what mm-hmm. type of you know what type of sweatpants he wearing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's fucked up? I be seeing married women liking raunchy shit. Yeah, it'll be married women liking some nasty shit. It'll be a dude like grabbing his shit, and then uh, or it'll be like I remember I unfollowed the game. 
Mm-hmm. And the game had some picture. This nigga had drawers on with his printout. I'm like, oh, hell no. Yeah. I'm following this nigga. I seen all kind of married women. Yeah. All kind of married chicks. Chicks in relationships liking that picture. I'm like, oh, my God. That's embarrassing. Yeah, bro. I don't follow no. You got to have a social media etiquette. I know even yeah. guys. Guys is for sure be doing. I know yeah. people personally that. Guys is that worse. on them pages like liking, liking pictures and stuff. Guys are worse with social media than women in regards to liking inappropriate shit. Mm-hmm. I think men be following all these thick girls and these Instagram models and shit. They just be liking all porn stars and shit, following yeah. all of that. Because sometimes there's no way of a, a girl knowing, right? Like, so say say you got, um, like, a, a OnlyFans chick that mm-hmm. you follow, um, and your girl, just she just have no awareness of who, especially when they're not celebrities. Yeah. Like, if you if you uh, follow Kim, if both of y'all follow Kim Kardashian and she posts a picture of her in a bikini, she gonna see your name on there, right? Yeah. Say, oh, that's my that's my boyfriend, that's my husband. Mm-hmm. But if it's like the one chick that got a hundred thousand followers and she got like a, a decent OnlyFans and whatever, um, there's no way of hurt your girl knowing who that is because that's just like men to men. Like, oh, you you follow this girl or she probably show up on your your Explorer page. Um, and yeah. People be commenting and stuff too. That's too much. I ain't following no motherfucking porn star. I ain't got nothing to earn. Like it's nothing. Like it's no point of following that. That's mm-hmm. just that's just a waste of time. I don't follow no Instagram models. Mm-hmm. If you don't create content or do something like remotely decent, I'm not fucking following you. Yeah, it's no point. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna do nothing for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, why would you follow porn stars if you watch porn? Mm-hmm. Like you gotta watch it and follow. Yeah, you got a porn addiction, homie. You just extra horny. You just extra porny. <laughs> Extra morning. You all porned out. <laughs> yeah. But switching gears. Do 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 do. Frank Ocean. Recently, Frank Ocean um on his Instagram story, which I didn't see. Glad I didn't. Well, I don't follow him, first of all. Um, the guy posted his cock. Mm-hmm. And uh he's getting a lot of attention for it. I guess um he's trying to market something. Let me see here. Frank Ocean. Uh, trends after he posts nude photo on Instagram. Uh, Frank Ocean is trending on Twitter uh, after he posted a nude photo. Uh, come on, man. Photo on his Instagram stories. Um, this afternoon, uh, Frank Ocean returned to Instagram to promote a new line of accessories from his luxury brand, Homer. Uh, included in the drop are pendants, earrings, and a keychain, perhaps most noticeably, cock rings, which cost thousands of dollars. Uh, to promote the line of his, uh, the exclusive singer resume activity on Instagram with a handful of story posts. The, the, the first features Oceans wearing a wig. The next is a video showing a few of Homer items available for purchase. The third, however, is uh, what everyone is talking about. It shows the middle section of a nude individual with the genitals blurred out. It's unclear if a person in the photo is actually Ocean. But people on Twitter have already taken it at face value and began churning out reactionary memes uh, at breakneck pace. So I guess he posted a picture of a nude individual, which is possibly him, and he got a fucking cock ring on, and it's thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. This is the most odd. He's got to be the most odd artist I've ever seen. Yeah. Didn't he make an album of him just like like building a thing? What? He's just building something. Was he like doing demolitions or some shit? Nah, he was just in a huge warehouse and he was like building a staircase or something random like that. And that was his album? 
Yeah. And it counted as, like, he's just a very odd person. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what this is about, but I guess he could sell sex stuff. And if he can, more power to him. I don't know. How does a cock ring work? Because you guys, ask me? you know, if it's if it's hot outside, it might be, it might fit. And then if it's cold outside, and it might not fit no more. I don't know. I know one time this girl tried to make me put a cock ring on, and she mm. was put it. I was like, man, take this shit off of me. With like the thing that vibrates. It was a vibrating cock ring, mm-hmm. and I put it on, and I was like, man, I'm not putting this on. Take this it off. It felt weird or what? Yeah, it was. It just felt weird. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's for. I, I don't know. Women get off on it, mm-hmm. and I put that motherfucker on. And I was like, man, I don't want no vibrating thing on my on my piece. Yeah, it's not going. This ain't right. Yeah, that feel weird. I, I didn't match it. Yeah, I didn't really know how to articulate that mm-hmm. moment, but I was like, something ain't right about this. Yeah. I think vi- vibrations is for females. That's just a. I'm sounding like. Yeah. It's like, like a weed whacker. Like, is this motherfucker shorting out? <laughs> the battery going bad <clears throat> on this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes I think. Sometimes women and I, you know, the sex toys is you know do what you you do what you want to. But I feel like a lot of times women don't like explore their sexuality enough to 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 create like the level of in- intimacy that doesn't require toys. Yeah, that that's, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they so like, oh, this is not working, um, and not really realizing it's just, sometimes it's like a mental thing. Sometimes it's just like a, a connection thing. And you know they run, they be running to all these different. They run to Adam and yeah. Eve or whatever store. To Women be having to. so many crazy sex toys. Uh-huh. They got like a flower that got like a vibrator thing on it. You you know what I'm thinking? Um, kind of to that point, like you know how they say like porn is uh, ruining sex for a lot of people, mm-hmm. especially probably probably men more so than women. Yeah. Um, like just the experience because you're like, oh, this is like she can't deep throat. My girl can't deep throat like. Such and such yeah, porn star, or yeah, like she can't take dick. Like this, this porn star right here. Uh, I think sex toys might be doing the same thing. Yeah, they are, and women are the main ones using those. Yeah, because it's not natural. It's not my dick don't vibrate. No, they, yeah. I, man, it was some shit that this girl posted. I'm like, yo, this is scary, bro. Mm-hmm. This is like the Tesla fucking sex toys. Mm-hmm. It was like a, it, it was like a sex toy that started off this big, mm-hmm. but it was like inside of the thing. I, it's kind of hard to explain. And it would like it would like go up and down, but it would like when it came out of the little pocket, it would get long. So it'd mm-hmm. be like year, 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 uh, year, year. It's like a thrusting motion. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, yo, this is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like a jackhammer. Elon Musk had to make this motherfucker. <laughs> you got to plug this motherfucker into a Tesla battery to get this <laughs> shit going. Yeah, so yeah, but it's it's a lot. But mm-hmm. no, nah, I think when the girl tried to uh, put the cock ring on me, dude, it was just like out of left field. Like she mm-hmm. had never like. Asked me beforehand, like, hey, I want you to try this. It was never that. She just like, oh, hey, I got this. I'm like, what it is wasn't that? No, it wasn't even no, oh, hey. In her mind, she had it planned out. Nah. Mm-hmm. How you just going to throw a cock ring on somebody? <laughs> that's that's like, crazy. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. At that moment, I knew that uh, I this is this got to be some type of an assault. I don't know what, <laughs> what this is. <laughs> I might need to make a call to the police. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> I was I was um I was flabbergasted, uh, dumbfounded. What if that cock ring is the new like wedding band? I was perturbed, huh? <laughs> so what if the cock <laughs> ring is the new wedding band? You just had it, yeah, motherfuckers, just all vibrating. No, not not that. Like the cock ring he had is like actual like jewelry. Oh, uh, it wasn't like a the sex. I don't think it was like the sex toy. Yeah, I think he probably gave himself away when the, you just see the cock ring. He's like, 
Aha, I've been thinking about it. <laughs> Ooh, na 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 na. na. <laughs> Cochrane been thinking about you. <laughs> That's wild, bro. Yeah, like this, he could get away with shit like this because he's just that type of weird, like off. He yeah. went to he went to the um, what do you call that? The um, uh, Met Gala mm. with an alien next to him, a little alien like little figure yeah, yeah he's just one of those people that could do anything weird it's kind of like mike tyson mike tyson is but his behavior has become more eccentric lately have you noticed that no nah, what is what's the he's just been doing weird shit yeah he, he was talking to kitty to kill he's like i'll never be nothing but a nigga that's all i am is a nigga <laughs> and then keenan was keenan like, and kill yeah the, the keenan uh the keenan and keenan was like nah brother i disagree i think you're a king man i've known you a long time he's like how the fuck you gonna tell me who the fuck i am i'm a nigga and i'll always be a nigga yeah and he was like no, nah, Mike, I love you, man. And then Mike was like, oh, oh, get away from me. You didn't see the clip? No, nah, I didn't see that. Mike Tyson been on some weird shit lately. And he yeah. posted something recently about Hulu, mm-hmm. about how he was pissed off. They got off. a TV show. Hmm? They got a Mike Tyson TV show. But he show said, he said they try to like make him a slave and not pay him and shit. Ah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it was super random and it didn't seem like Mike Tyson was connected to it. So I was like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. If, but the actor in there is a dude from... Uh, the dude that was in uh, what's the the bird the bird box? Oh, black uh, dude, Tra- Trayvon, the one I was smacking. Uh, Trevante something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked like he probably he can't play Mike. He is he, playing Mike. No, I'm just saying he can't. Like to me, I just don't see it. Oh, man. you don't see him. I, no. Yeah, maybe. I don't know the way he, he the way he looks in a commercial. He, he posted a picture with Dana White. So Hulu tried to desperately. Hulu tried to desperately pay my brother Dana White millions without offering me a dollar to promote their slave master takeover story about my life. He turned it down because he honors friendship and treating people with dignity. I'll never forget what he did for me, just like I'll never forget what Hulu stole from me. And it's a picture of him and Dana White right here. Damn. And then and then the next one is don't let Hulu fool you. I don't support their story about my life. It's not 1822. It's 2022 they stole my life story and didn't pay me the to hulu executives i'm just a nigger <laughs> you see what i told you what he be doing yeah uh they can they can sell on the auction block mm-hmm. and i'm gonna see like some of the comments on there uh he said hulu it said hashtag hulu disabled tagging tagging them cancel hulu and then people like yeah. saying Fuck i don't them. think to me that's not worth um, canceling Hulu. That's nah, just the way. I watched it. a really good movie on Hulu last night. That shit was yeah, good. Yeah, that that's the way business works. You don't necessarily need Mike Tyson's permission to make uh, to make a movie about him. But no, it it sucks. It's unfortunate that you're not including him in yeah. this project. But yeah, the movie was it was a movie Prey. It's basically a Predator movie that I seen. Mm-hmm. That dude, that might be the best Predator movie I've ever seen. Like in the, it's like part of that franchise. Yes, thing. it's yeah. like the prequel almost. It's mm-hmm. based in like in the 1800s. And you know that's all oh, I. Can, that's yeah. pretty interesting. Oh man, that's a great fucking movie. The yeah. main, I guess the the main character um, is a, is a woman, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it's just dope. At first, when I seen that, I was like, man, they're gonna make this extremely like progressive. Mm-hmm. It's gonna they gonna try to make it kind of corny or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it was dope as fuck. Yeah. Like I like I don't I like when they have a a female lead in a movie where it's like a you know like a. Like a tough, you got to be like a tough woman, tough guy type role, mm-hmm. but don't make it corny. Yeah, like don't make it corny, bro. But they didn't. It was a great fucking film. Yeah, we great. were. Uh, I was talking about. Um, have you seen the movie Queen and Slim? 
No, I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen it. But we it was I was having a conversation about like uh, like characters and stuff like that. And sometimes like you watch a movie and you'd be like, Man, this movie had like a lot of potential. Like the trailer was fire and then you watched the movie and somewhere it just it just didn't really work. Right. And a lot of times like, you know, the number one rule that they talk not number one, but one of the biggest things they talk about is like you gotta have like the characters gotta be likable. You know, yeah. sometimes it'll be a like, you know, it's okay to be progressive in a way where you have a, you know, a black female lead or right. you know an Indian female lead or Asian character or whatever but all the people that's going to the movie really care about is do I like this character yeah and you know sometimes like they be being they they are progressive but it's still trash because it's like that's what I'm saying yeah. I don't like that like mm-hmm. I, I like whenever I see a woman in a in like a leading role in a film I want the movie to be good because I don't want them to make it just so progressive that they dilute the woman in the mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. it's kind of like that kicker that was with was it Vanderbilt Mm-hmm. And she had a really oh, it was a Missouri or Vanderbilt. But it was Vanderbilt. I think it was Vanderbilt. And she just she kicked the ball, and it was such a fucked up kick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want women to do good, but I want them to do the same or better than men. Yeah, you know, when you put them in a film or put them anywhere, and you like dilute it, and it's mm-hmm. like and you try to champion them for that. I'm like, nah, bro, do just, better. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. we've seen it work before, but right. you just like throwing this together. Right, like, right. This was a good, good, good. Good. If it five stars, bro, I give it like five point eight. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give it six just because. Yeah. But I, cause, do you need to know? Do you need to like really no. be on that franchise? No, oh. no. You don't need to be on it. If you know of it, then you know what exists in the film. You yeah. understand that the 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 basics of or the idea or yeah. the plots surrounding uh, the predator. Yeah, he shows up and he hunts. Okay, you know, and he hides and he uses tactics to. Um, to attack people. That's dope. You know, but this is way back, um, you know, and the hunter-gatherers back in the Indian, it's based on Indian mm-hmm. tribes. The the hunter-gatherers were, for Indians were men. Mm-hmm. Women, women like, were into medicine. Mm-hmm. That's what they did back then. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's all I really tell you. Okay. Uh, have to check it just out. This, this female lead, she more or less was not fucking with that medicine shit. Mm-hmm. She was like... Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to kill the predator type, mm-hmm. you know, vibes. I got you. Yeah. Hey, everybody, listen to this. Go to Hulu and watch Prey. Not like prayer, but P-R-E-Y. Mm-hmm. Great fucking film, man. Yeah. Great movie. Check it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to make a long story short, shout out to Frank Ocean. Um, I wish him the best in everything he does, except for posting his cock. A new feel. <laughs> 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 If the cock is pink and yellow. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> All right. Uh, switching gears. Uh, GoFundMe scammer. Um, uh, oh, GoFundMe scammer who used to be, used story of homeless uh, vet gets five years. Um, and here's a story. Uh, a New Jersey man who made up a story about a homeless veteran helping out his then-girlfriend and used the tale to solicit $400,000 in uh, online donations has uh, been sentenced to prison. Um, a New Jersey man who made up a story about a homeless veteran helping out his then-girlfriend and used the tale to solicit more than 400000 online donations was sentenced to five years in state prison Friday. Mark D. Amico had a pleaded guilty in December 2019 and admitted... Uh, Con- concocting the feel good st- tale in late 2017 about Johnny Bobbitt Jr. giving his last $20 to help Demi- uh, D- D'Amico's 
girlfriend, Caitlin McClure, uh, when her car ran out of gas on Interstate 95 in Philadelphia. Prosecutors said at the time that the three had met previously and cooked up the scheme to make money. They can they conducted newspaper and television interviews and solicited donations uh, ostensibly ostensibly to help Bobbitt. Um, through a GoFundMe campaign, they named Paying It Forward. The campaign raised more than 400000 from about 14,000 donors in about a month. And at the time, it uh, was the largest fraud perpetuating through, a, through the crowdfunding platform, uh, according to the prosecutor's office in Burlington County, New Jersey. Okay, here's my problem with this. My biggest problem is they used the feel-good story of a veteran helping his girlfriend get gas and she ran out. Um, my biggest issue with this shit is you use the idea of a veteran. Do you know that 22 military uh, veterans per day die at the hands of suicide every day and you use them to fucking rob people blind? Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of people who served in Vietnam and other wars and Iraq and they come back home and they got a battle for a fucking job at Target. They laying on the streets with mental health problems. All kind of shit. A lot of a lot of people who serve this country do not get a fair shake, man. They don't. And then you turn around with your bitch ass and use them as a story to make money. And it don't stop there. These stupid motherfuckers that got all this money, they went and was doing dumb shit after they got the money. Mm-hmm. They start uh, uh, renting out like uh, jet rides and motherfucking getting cars and all this dumb ass shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, this is wild. And you use the story of a veteran. And you know how many veterans you could have helped with that? That's almost a half a million dollars. Yeah. You know how many, how much food, how many meals you could have got the veterans? You know how many motherfucking vouchers you could have got them? You know how many people who serve this country that can't even pay rent? Can't even pay rent, man. Mm-hmm. I've had people that I, I for first one, it's some people that have asked me for change. And I was like, man, this dude lying, saying he, you know, he a veteran. And then you find out, like, nah, he not playing. He really served. I, he really served this country, and he asking for change. That shit is wild to me. Mm-hmm. You know, we, like the type of shit Vietnam vets have seen. It was one dude, literally. This is literally about two weeks ago. I was out in um, Kramer Junction near um, Little Pass Boron, and it was a dude there, and everybody was walking by. He didn't ask them for nothing. But then he stopped me and asked me, he's like, man, he's like, I don't want to ask you, but I had to ask, man, if you could help a veteran out, you know, um, my wife's back there. Uh, we just need a little bit of gas. If you had anything, I appreciate it, man. And God bless you. I say, hold on, man. When I come out, I'm going to have some. I shot him like 15 bucks. But the thing about it is like he was legitimately uh, a veteran mm-hmm. and he was he was uh, legally disabled. And he had all kind of issues and shit and whatnot. But it's like, damn, it's just crazy how... And then he served for like eight years. Mm-hmm. So it's like a person could be in service for eight to ten years, come out, and can't even pay for gas. Yeah. And y'all use the same type of... You use the same subject that you use. It's people really out here struggling. That's one mm-hmm. thing. Also, you frauded a bunch of innocent people. People mm-hmm. that really wanted to fucking help. Yeah. It's some kind people, of spending their hard-earned money. Yeah, they out of the kindness of their heart, they donated the money, and your bitch ass went and just blew it. Yeah. God damn. Fourteen hundred people. Man. That's I think the thing. My my take is a little different. 
um, I have a friend whose dad passed away. Uh, I believe he uh, he had cancer, and uh, he's just venting to me about the difficulties in paying for the the paying for the funeral. Right? Mm. He said, "I think I think they." I think uh I think total I don't know how much total it might have been like ten thousand dollars that they needed or something like that mm-hmm. right um but he's like I don't you know I don't got that like on offhand like I don't I don't like we need some sort of help so you know mm-hmm. he's putting together ideas to get to get you know some quick money and stuff mm-hmm. like that and one of the things he did was put a GoFundMe together mm-hmm. um and he I think the GoFundMe was like for four thousand dollars and I asked him like yo how's the GoFundMe doing. And he's like, uh, he was like, I only got like two hundred dollars on there. Mm. So I was like, Dana, it's it's just unfortunate when you see like these stories, Real people, like you see these fabricated stories about this guy, yeah. who, you know, the car broke down, whatever the case may be, and they get four hundred racks. Yeah, and then it's people that are really experiencing, you know, real life, and they out here struggling to to put together not even wow, man. Know, like, 10% of that. So it's like, it's just. I think I, I think I know why that happens. What's that? I think that the average person that's going to donate or anything, they've become desensitized to everyone else's story. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be something outrageous and popular for them to donate. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you say, man, my son fell, he cracked, he cracked his head, he broke both his legs, he really believes in God, he plays basketball, he rides dirt bikes, um, he's a huge fan of Kobe. Like, if you fabricate all these you stories it, to pull on the heartstrings, yeah. you're pulling on the heartstrings of all these fucking people. They're like, oh, my God, he broke his legs, he loves Kobe, this and that. Oh, I need to donate. But when you say, my dad died. It's just it's not different. enough to people. They need a story. They need a story. We, need, I mean, we you just had a whole monologue about a movie, right? Yeah. It's just a story. People people gravitate toward to to the stories, and I think that's I'm gonna call it genius on their part. But right. um, you know, that's what worked for them. They had yeah. they fabricated this story, especially tugging on the hearts of um, people that really care about military veterans and stuff like that. But yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. Like even think like we know like with Blaine, uh, Blaine the girl, yeah. the guy that saved a girl at Starbucks. Yeah, you know he put his GoFundMe together to help pay for the hospital bills, and it got up fast, fifty thousand. Like you know, in a matter of a few hours or something like that. So yeah, because he got stabbed up. People, mm-hmm. it's like the uh, what do you call that? The uh, uh, social proof. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Either the social proof or the the the, the size of the story, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. What do you th- what do you? I know he had cut it early, but if that was you, what do you what do you think? Would you have would you have stopped it early? I think morally, yes. Only because I can't live with the fact that if I need help and I know I got enough help, I can't be like, oh, I, I need to come up on this. Yeah. I, oh, I deserve this. That's just not how my brain works. Yeah. You know what I think, too? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this literally today. You know how people say, like, this is a blessing from God or whatever it is. Something good happens. It might be a decent person. But I think that God is real. But I think the devil is real, too. And I think a lot of people working for the devil and they also get rewarded. Yeah, for sure. And what I mean by that is, is usually people who get rewarded by the devil, it, it's a, it's something that don't last at all. Mm-hmm. Like people that I see doing really dumb shit and they make a lot of money, it always ends bad. It is mm-hmm. a crash and burn. Mm-hmm. It's just like the island boy. I'm an island boy, and mm-hmm. now they in jail. Like no, I didn't know that. Yeah, the motherfuckers in jail now. That's crazy. It's just it's just how it is, bro. It's some people that are working for the devil and they get rewarded, but it never ever lasts. It yeah. never lasts. Yeah. 
It never have you okay. This is for the people out there listening to the podcast. Have you ever seen somebody that is like a drug dealer or they doing some dumb shit and they got a nice car, they got girls, they got all this shit, and they just living a fucked up life. And you over there working your job and you might not have a lot of money, you ain't got a lot of girls and mm-hmm. all of that shit. And you like, fuck, man. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you see him get arrested. Yeah. And you like. Thank God I'm flipping burgers. You were like, thank God I'm flipping burgers. Mm-hmm. And it's about time they arrested him. I've been yeah. calling him for months. <laughs> 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 Sprinkle some crack on him. Sprinkle some crack on him. Get him out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. No, that's facts. It's um, That's true. I think I think that's why like patience is, they say patience is a virtue. That's what the Bible says. But that mm-hmm. I think that's like, one of the most profound profound things in the Bible because sometimes when you when you on this journey and you looking at other people come up, you know, if you say you're doing a podcast and you know you've been at it for as long as we have and you seeing people going viral for stupid stuff or argument or whatever the yeah. case may be, a, a fight on their podcast Cast and they me going viral. Yeah, they going viral and you just like, dog, like when can, when we gonna have our viral moment. Right. Um and then you see them fizzle out. And mm-hmm. then it's just like, oh, okay, like I'm, I'm cool, like I'm, mm-hmm. on, I'm doing the right thing, you know. I just got to keep trucking on, mm-hmm. on my path because if I did have that, that huge spike in listens or a huge spike in attention or whatever, it, it might have fizzled out the same way. Yeah, I think the cool thing though is, is if for me and you, if if we were to have a viral moment, we would, it would be legit only because we have so much work behind us that's comparable to the same yeah. thing. The, the same thing that made us viral, mm-hmm. right? So they, they don't have to go to that one moment that made us viral, and that's all we have. We have many, many <clears> moments <throat> yeah. a, across 229 episodes. Yeah. So the thing about it, we have the proof through work. So yeah. once somebody like us gets, we garner a certain amount of attention, it's just, it's just, it's, it's everything's great. We're good. Yeah. We ain't got to worry about it. Oh, for example, and this is no disrespect to uh, other artists, but there's some artists that get a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Takashi Six Nine and all these people that get all this attention. But I'd rather have La Russell's career than yeah. Takashi Six Nines. Mm-hmm. La Russell is well respected in his area. Yeah, La Russell is actually a really fucking good rapper. Mm-hmm. He been he met P Diddy, all kinds of people. He he you know uh, networking with Russ and mm-hmm. but a guy like Takashi is an outcast. He's popular for no fucking reason. You don't have like I feel like La Russell's journey. He got when you get like genuine love from like your, your I won't even call it your peers, but your peers in the sense of in the same mm-hmm. space as you, um, like the Chance the Rappers, Russ, mm-hmm. Charlemagne the God, yep. P Diddy, like yep. you know all these people are acknowledging him. Yes, and um, he young and he is he got a long career ahead of him and he he got the time he got the time and he got the work ethic to be as big as he want to be like uh Russ just Russ just did a song with Ed Sheeran and I don't know like the success of it but right. you think like right. Russ an independent artist yes. is doing a song with the biggest stream yeah. artist in the world and yeah. he paid for everything mm-hmm. you know what i mean so yeah. it's Indep- like you just you just see um that that uh when you take the long way home, sometimes it's it's a it's a much beautiful, much yeah. more beautiful scenery. Even Young Dolph, he was independent, but it was a uh, I forgot what the song is. He made a statement about like mm-hmm. I guess he had visit visited uh uh not Def Jam, he had visited somewhere. What was it Rock Nation? I think it was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he said some people was hating on him or whatever out there, mm-hmm. but he said it's all good with Jay. 
like it, in that verse, but he said he'll offer. He said, I'll get you your two million for a verse if you want to rock with me, basically. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, damn, this nigga just got two million to give Jay for a verse? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Young Dolph yeah. owned over 100 houses when he died. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy, man. It's money, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's nuts. But yeah, um, to summarize this whole conversation with the GoFundMe thing, um, I think people have abused GoFundMe so bad that I think that unless you have an outrageous story that got um, that that's on national news, ain't nobody gonna fuck with it. Yeah, I seen a story. I'm not even playing, bro. I seen a story literally about two weeks ago that like literally almost made me start crying, bro. I think I did cry. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. There was a dude. Him and his son were driving down the street, and they seen somebody struggling in traffic. Their car broke down. And they were just trying to be good Samaritans. They went across the traffic to help the person out or to help him push, and they checked it. And while they were checking, somebody ran full speed into the car, killed that driver, killed his son, and both his legs got decapitated. And he was in the hospital. So trying to just being a good person got him and his son killed. Well, got his son died and that driver, that car died. And then afterwards he had, was missing his legs and he was the sole provider for his family. And then it was people in the comments. They was like, we got to find this man. We got to help him. We got to help him. He lost everything. And uh, those stories to me, I feel like GoFundMe, those half a million, yeah. 500,000, like those stories, those people need the money. Mm-hmm. He said, man, I lost my son. He was my best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, you know, but I got to stay strong for him and my wife at home. And I'm the sole provider. And he had no legs. You know, I'm going to push back on that a little bit. I, I don't like when people say I got to stay strong because it's it's almost like to me, when I hear stay strong, it means suppress your emotions. And I understand like you got to you. You got to be like you got to be able to get up and like for him, he got to be able to get up and, and figure his life out still. Um, but we are afforded an opportunity or we are afforded um, a moment of just feeling what you feel. Because I feel like I've, I've heard certain people be yeah. like, I just needed to stay strong for such and such. Or I didn't call them because I didn't want to break down when they're going through whatever. It's like, yeah, we're, we're human beings, man. Yeah, but I don't think it means you need to be exclusively weak. Mm-hmm. I think that in your moment, because there's been many times where I just cry. You know, because yeah. my, my dad's dying. He could die any day, any month, yeah. any week. Yeah. And sometimes I just cry. And yeah. I take that moment to cry, but it it allows me it allows me to be back functional in everyday society when I feel, I allow myself to feel. Yeah. But I'm also strong and I stay strong because I've allowed myself to feel. Yeah. So I think if you're saying I got to stay strong, it's not really to, you know, avoid the fact that you got emotions. Some mm-hmm. people, it does mean that. That's I would what say I'm majority, saying. That, that's what it, it means that. I think that's what it means in society. Like, I got to right. stay strong, man. I can't be out here, like, looking like looking no. like I'm weak. It's yeah. like, no, I feel what you feel. Yeah, you do got to feel. And and suppressing your emotions will make it, the situation 10 times worse because, like, you, you literally are going through a shocking moment. Like, yeah. you, you literally lost your son being a good Samaritan. Mm-hmm. He was doing the right thing. Yeah. He was helping out a stranger and died and you lost both of your legs. You were going through the most traumatic experience ever. Yeah. You know, and he said, I can't make this moment about me. You know, I lost yeah. my son who was my best friend. I'm the sole provider for my family. And uh the new the person that was covering the news, she, like he looked like he was about to fucking cry. 
Yeah, bad. like he was standing there and he was like, and I think he was kind of zesty a little bit. And he was this like, he was like <laughs> yes, and he, you know, definitely. And let's try to reach out for the family. <laughs> I was gonna say he was zesty. <laughs> 27, 27, 27 Cox News. <laughs> And Frank Ocean just released a picture on his story. Oh my God. Succulent. <laughs> uh, oh, the cockering is so nice. 27,000 cockering. I think they said that supposedly the cockering is like $20,000 or some shit. That's why. That's why. That's nuts, man. Yeah. That might be the new wave. Like, all you do is you just go in the club. You don't wear no jewelry or nothing. You just put your pants down yeah. with a cock ring on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the girls be like, oh, my God, you see his cock ring? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like a new a new hit single. I don't need no chick. Got a cock ring on my dick. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't need a thing because I got a cock ring. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need a thing because I got a cock ring. Hey. hey. <laughs> oh man that's wild that'd be nuts yeah Lil Wayne hop on the track I don't need a thing cause I got a cock ring and I make that thing bling cause I am the main thing that's <laughs> great uh, that's great uh, alright switching gears minor attracted persons okay uh oh this this is this is a very uh not controversial, but this is something to make you think. <clears throat> and it's really fucked up. Um hear me out. Professor who said pedophiles should be called minor attracted persons agrees to resign. Now this is a little bit of an older story, but I seen somebody rehash this conversation. I said, Hey, this will be worth talking about on the podcast. A Virginia University assistant professor who argued it wasn't necessarily immoral for adults to be sexually attracted to kids has agreed to resign after facing intense backlash. Old Dominion University revealed in a statement Wednesday that Alan Walker, 34, would be stepping down as an assistant professor of sociology and criminal justice. Um, Walker was placed on administrative leave on November 16th after a firestorm erupted over the educator's controversial argument that pedophiles should be referred to as minor attracted persons. The assistant professor who is transgender and uses the pronouns <laughs> they them will remain on leave until their contract expires in May next month. Dang. Um, here's my problem, bro. My biggest issue with this is we talked about this before on the podcast. Some of this progressiveness is fucking delusion. And I was telling Keith before, man, like, as me and Keith are more like left leaning, but we're middle leaning people, especially now. I will speak for me, I'll say that. I feel like I've gotten less liberal as I've gotten older because them niggas is weirdos. <laughs> this is weird. Yeah. This is more aligning with left wing ideology. Mm-hmm. You want to give a motherfucking pedophile um, pronouns? Man, fuck y'all. <laughs> you want me to really uh, identify who you are? Like, oh no, that's not, st- don't call them a pedophile. That is a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, minor attracted persons. Let me tell you something. I'm going to be very blunt. If I had a kid and you called yourself a minor attracted person, I'm just going to shoot you. <laughs> that's all I'm going to do. I'm just gonna be blunt. We can't we can't post this clip on uh, Instagram, yeah. but yeah, you'll get shot fucking with me because I'm telling you, like, 
this is why Cain Velasquez is locked up right now. Mm-hmm. Because a grown-ass man is dealing with somebody who cannot consent. Mm-hmm. A child cannot consent to, you know, wanting to do things. And you are looking at a child like a sexual object. That's crazy. Like, my thing is this. And I'll be honest when I say this. I like thicker women. I like all kinds of women, but I like thicker women. I like girls with big asses, right? Mm-hmm. Do I know why I like it? That is like specifically, I don't really have a definitive answer. Yeah. But I just like girls with big asses. I like girls with big breasts, right? Yeah. Or thicker some women. Tego bitties. It's some skinny women I like too. I like all kinds of women, but I don't know exactly why I like that, but I like that. Mm-hmm. But I just don't, I can't comprehend the fact that you want to use that same logic towards somebody who likes kids. Yeah. He's like, I don't know why I like kids, but I just love nine-year-olds. It's like, bro, you are 40 years old. I, uh, I don't know. The, the the attraction is one thing, but we have, like, decisions, right? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, the the, the decision is the crime, not the attractiveness. Like, I, I, I mentioned this uh, a long time ago. There's... And this is me speaking from memory, so this not, mm-hmm. may not even be legit. But I believe it's in the movie uh, Necro, not Necro. It's uh, no, no, these all that. It's Nympho, Nympho, Nymphomaniac or something like oh, that. Oh, that was I think that was on Netflix, wasn't it? Uh, it was. I think I don't know. I watched it years ago. But um, Shia LaBeouf is in it, and this other girl. Um, mm-hmm. But in the movie, there's a uh, like a priest. And they're trying to like get some information out of him or something like that, and um, he had never got like they weren't um, holding him hostage because he did anything wrong. Um, but what happened was they were trying to like get information out of him. They were showing him pictures of women and all these other things. And um, obviously, the movie's called Nymphomaniac, so it's mm-hmm. it's about like you know sex and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a moment where the girl realized that none of this stuff is working. So what that what it uh, what she started doing was like talking about little boys. Like, you know, t- I don't know if she was telling a story about a little boy. I think boy. I remember this. Yeah, and he started getting an erection and he was just like crying because like he couldn't like, you know, he couldn't control his urges. Oh my God. But I say that to say like he never acted on it though. You oh know what I mean? God. Like he wasn't, they weren't um, accusing him of, you know, being a pedophile or anything. He was just, I guess he just seemed to be attracted to The history kids. of that shit runs deep uh-huh. in like the Catholic, the Catholic Church. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like, it like back in the day. Yes, centuries. Yeah. They have documentation of they all had boys. They all had little boys. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my god. Yeah, man. That's yeah. fucking crazy. But you know, so that that's that's my that's my thing. Like, just the the act is the thing that is like going to get you in jail. That the mindset is that's a completely different story. And you know, we could talk about you that. You got to see some type of a sex therapist, or I don't know what you see going on. That's yeah. nuts, man. Mm-hmm. Minor attracted persons, and it came from. And I'm not saying everybody is trans is like this, but it's like it came from somebody that was identified as trans. And it's like the question is, is like when are we going to draw the line? Because in society, at some point, we're going to have to say, "Hey, that's a fuck enough. Mm-hmm. That's enough." Like we like we are allowing way too much like gender uh, uh well not gender but uh minor attracted persons mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here the issue the issue that they're going to have is like on on the liberal side is they preach progressiveness right yeah so it's it's almost like if you allow this then you gotta allow that right, right. you just yeah. let the shit creep in yeah like who 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 are you to say 
like this isn't okay when you say this is okay. And I'm not going to say specifically yeah. what that is, but just, you know, like this is cool. Y'all can y'all can uh, march for this thing or you guys can protest for this thing. Yeah. But when this person comes around, y'all going to like try to like say that that's not okay? Yeah. Li- what happens is too is, you know, when it comes to um, uh, like liberal ideology in regards to the, the progressive stuff is – they gonna pander. It's the same way. It's the same, same way conservatives pander to their base, mm-hmm. right? But with this shit, this is too much. And there's no, there's no real line in the sand. Mm-hmm. It's like they just spitballing, throwing stuff, and seeing how much they could do. Yeah, and that's people, the idea of like pro, that's what progressiveness means, right? This ain't progressive. This is problematic. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You telling me that a man that turns into a woman at the age of twenty three is a woman, and I'm like, I disagree with that. You know, I also disagree with this, and it's like. You can call me whatever phobic you want to call me, but I, I'm old school liberal when it was only men and women. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm not going to ever disrespect somebody because of what their gender identity is, but you cannot force me to say, "Yeah, uh, a, a person that's trans turns into a, uh, that transitions into a woman is a woman." Fuck no! You can never quantify what women go through. You don't get pregnant. You don't go through all the struggles that women go through on an everyday basis. You don't have periods. You don't nothing. You never grew up as a little girl. You just don't have it. You you are not a woman. And even with that being said, I will say that sternly because that's how I feel. I will never, ever, 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 ever disrespect a person who is trans. If they want to be identified as a her, I will call them a her. Mm-hmm. And that's facts. Yeah. But I'm not, I don't have to agree with everything you say. That's mm-hmm. not, that's not how the world works. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you're a white guy and all of a sudden you want to become uh, you know, the age of 20, you're like, I identify as a black man. I'm going to say, hey, uh, Brad, how about you shut the fuck up? <laughs> okay? You're not black. You cannot quantify what black struggle, what black people have went through for many years in America. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the <laughs> fuck this is about. No. Mm-hmm. At some point, I don't care if it, and it's going to have to be liberals. Because conservatives, they already drew their line in the sand. You know where they at. Mm-hmm. Liberals going to have to draw a line in the sand and say, you know, like we but are they not go, it's that gonna, progressive. That's the hard. That's the hard part for them. You got like even like the girl, the Berkeley professor that was arguing that was with crazy. Uh, the senator. Yeah. Um, you know that's their that's their mo. Like right. we come one, come all, right? And you come as you are. That's like they done adopted the biblical stuff. And yeah, the, that's the crazy. Like, you know, so it it like when you say like I said before, like when you when you when you um, are the kind of like accepting community or, mm-hmm. you know, accepting political party, um, it's very difficult to try to push people away, you know? Yeah, especially when you need their votes. But I think mm-hmm. at the same time, you got to realize the type of destruction you're doing when you do that. Because mm-hmm. you're going to start making people think that it's okay to be attracted to fucking nine-year-olds and you ain't pushing back on it. That, that, that's the, the, the thing that I appreciate about... Um, the conservatives the most is the tradition aspect of it. Right, right, right. Like we've been this way since the beginning of time yep. and we not changing. You yep. know what I mean? We not budging for no reason. One, because it's yep. something, um, and I was actually talking to um, a gay person about this, about like how, and I don't know if he agreed with me, but he kind of he kind of brought up a point that I kind of like deviated on, but he was basically saying like, we, we need something to stand on. We need like the certain yeah. set of rules to stand yep. on. Otherwise, like, you know, the world is just all out of sorts. So I was like, yeah, yep. that, that makes a lot of sense. Cause I was just thinking about like, and I was like, you know, I'm not necessarily conservative, but that's what I do appreciate about them is that 
it's like from 1776 or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, not much has changed. Like they, you know, through and through yeah. have been the same. That's some of the problem with that party too, though. Yeah, I'm not saying it's oh it's, yeah, I know. it's the right way to live, but yeah. I'm just saying like they stand on something yeah. and it, you know, it's, it's, it's wrong on both sides, but it doesn't, mm-hmm. no concern, you, you won't hear no conservative go out and um, they protesting about uh, minor attractive persons. That's no. not that's not in their DNA. Not at all. I, I think there's some things that I'm, especially now, I'm very conservative about. Things I'm liberal about. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and but the thing about it though is there are some obviously some things from conservatives that are pretty problematic when it comes to like uh, black people have always had it great in America, even during slavery. They treated the slaves very good. You be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's wild. There's some people that I've heard that said that conservatives. I'm like, mm-hmm. bro. Y'all, no, y'all, y'all tripping with that Johnny shit. Is tripping. And there's been things that conservatives, that, cause conservatives do stand on something. Mm. There was a, I think it was Andrew Tate that was talking about, um, like Christianity, and it's like Christianity, like people challenge the Bible so much, they've changed so many things. It's like when it comes to uh, uh, the Quran, like people ain't fighting that. Like everything in the Quran, nobody's pushing back on it, but they push back on. It. He said, in order for Christianity to work, and it, it, people can't they shouldn't be able to contest it or push back but that's what they do yeah he said and he said in he said in, in western culture that's all they do when it comes to you know um people having kids out of wedlock they've normalized all the things that are opposite of the bible mm-hmm. and unfortunately that's a true statement that's the thing i've been thinking about because i go to church and i've been you know i'm, I'm working on myself but mm-hmm. i i when i like started getting more into you know like sometimes it, like I grew up in church, but right. as an adult, you kind of build your own relationship with God. Yes, you do. Um, so, like, that's the path that I'm on right now. But I started to have an issue with the way that people were like, um, people were like creating Christianity for themselves. There you go, like, like revising it. Yeah, like okay, like I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm gonna get high a little bit. I'm gonna mm-hmm. drink a little bit. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm mm-hmm. gonna have sex before marriage. But mm-hmm. as long as I got a relationship with God, it's cool. And it's like that. That's perfectly, you know, fine. You you do what you do. But it's just like I think that I don't think that that's the way that we're supposed to. Um, I don't think that's the like. I don't know. It just it just seems very odd to me. Like you, yeah. you kind of like want to, you know, like I think. Like um, to me, there's a discipline aspect to it, right? Yeah. So it's uh, even if you relate it uh, like Christianity or whatever faith to mm-hmm. uh, to like working out or going to the gym, mm-hmm. right? It's like um, people that say you got to say like you 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 in the gym, you got a workout regimen or something like mm-hmm. that. And you know this is gonna get me to where I need to be, right? And then you get it, and you be like, oh, I don't know if I like this. I don't really like doing yeah. squats. You know, oh, I don't really like eating, you know, chicken or whatever the case. Mm-hmm. I don't really like eating vegetables like that. Let me replace these vegetables with some ice cream or something like that. It just seems like that's kind of the way yeah. that we move in society. And yes, yeah. Well, basically, what we do is we take all of our. Um, it's almost like we we appropriate our sins. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah, and and that's the problem with Christianity. And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to go down this wormhole of religion, but. When it comes to Islam, like they they don't eat pork, they don't do certain things. They're they, way more disciplined. They're way more than disciplined. Us. Christians mm-hmm. will go suck eighty dicks and be like, "I'm a child of God," <laughs> and it's that like, um, "I'm sorry," and, you know. I'm not trying to say you're not, but at the same time, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. We absolve ourselves of our lack of discipline. Yeah, you know, and, and they they like 
that that yeah, I guess that's like I'm I'm right with you when you say just kind of absolving yourself of, yeah. of that of that just because you think like other other faiths like it's people that um are waiting to get married to have sex. Yep. Twenty five you know, years old, still a virgin. Yeah, exactly. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And they praying, you know, two times a day or whatever. Just so much more disciplined than us. And then like the I guess the thing about it is like if you understand that what you're doing is wrong, that's like that's okay. But like the yeah. people that try to absolve it and say like I oh, think this we, is- I think we need to change the language when it comes to Christianity and be like if people say I'm a Christian, you need to be walking in that. You yeah. need to be doing it. You can say I'm a working Christian if you're if you're not in the proper walk with mm-hmm. with with your religion. Yeah. You should say I'm a working Christian. Mm-hmm. But if you're like me, I don't I curse, which is not okay in the Bible. It's, mm-hmm. I guess using the Lord's name in vain, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about it is I would consider myself a working Christian because mm-hmm. I don't walk in the walk walk. You know, there's some people who really are Christians like that. I seen somebody smoking a fat blunt after church one day. I was like, dang, church got you stressed out. That's not the place to be stressed out. He was smoking at church? No, after he left, like driving down the street, like, and he just looked like the world, like the world was on his shoulders. Really? Yeah. He probably just wanted to smoke. He he works at the church. Oh like he, damn! He work, like he does like some of the, the you know he works at the church and he just like I just seen him at the stoplight. I was like, oh, hey wow. bro, like you good? He was like, man, he just like he like he like in the name of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dog, you supposed to go to church to be like uplifted. You shouldn't yeah, be like, leave church like, like that. I'll tell you right now, God know my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that that's the I think that's the the issue that I have the way that I see like like society practicing yeah, Christianity they, they, is like the, a, I, I'm picking and choosing what I want to take right out of that's the thing if you mm-hmm. got if you got three babies daddies and you like I'm a child of God it's like I'm not trying to be disrespectful or nothing like that but you a Christian you a working Christian yeah you a stepchild of God yeah cause cause, God don't like that because right now you got three babies daddies you need to get your shit together like <laughs> you can't you can't do that you got a lot of irresponsible people. This is who we are in culture. Yeah. And I think that when it comes to, like, when he mentioned, Tate mentioned Western culture, we are horribly undisciplined. Mm-hmm. Most of us is overweight. We don't have no accountability. We we are very promiscuous as a country. I think gluttony is one of the seven deadly sins. Yeah, gluttony. Mm-hmm. And the whole country is overweight. Mm-hmm. Like, like, pound for pound, I'm considered overweight. Mm-hmm. Like, And the thing about it is, this is just us. This America, we we are so oversaturated in in um, pleasure, I guess you could say. Yeah, ple- you know? pleasure overload. Yeah, pleasure overload. Like mm-hmm. the thing about it, I, I, if you're not a disciplined person and you're just pleasuring yourself, you're making it worse. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not doing white in your life, but just having a bunch of sex, you're doing a bunch of drugs, smoking weed, drinking alcohol. Um, uh, getting too much sleep, you ain't did nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, motherfucking multiple baby mamas, uh, just all of this shit that you're doing. Yeah, this is a lack of discipline, and due to our due due to society being so laxed, being so fucking <clears throat> relaxed, it leaves the gateway open for people to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, you know, we yeah. live in a country where we're literally letting born birth born men get in a cage with women and beat the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Because they identify as a woman, we 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 had the the four hundred and sixty second ranked male swimmer turn transition into a woman and become number one. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, this is the conversation that to be had. This was initially 
the it's not really jumping off the conversation we had initially mm-hmm. with the uh what do you call it uh minor attracted persons yeah this would never be a conversation in the 90s or the 80s or any other time but in 2022 motherfuckers want to push the envelope because there's some sick fuck somewhere in his basement jacking off waiting for the moment where he will be appropriated in society that's that's the thing like my original point is like the reason why I appreciate conservative is because they're stand. If that if that is their thing, like we're con- we're Christians, we walk by God and a slavery. Lot of them, yeah, and no, a lot of them use <laughs> they use uh, Christianity to manipulate, right. you know, um, you know, Africans and the world and stuff like that. Right. But I guess the 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 people that really ha- are like disciplined in their faith, true, um, they're true. standing on that, and it's like yeah. I don't care what y'all doing in America. Right. I don't care if you say that. This person is that. I don't care yep. about the transracial. I don't care right. about this, that. It's like we standing on what the what the Bible says, true. and um, we not we not budging by any means. Yeah, two things is true. Like I didn't really like how they bleed that they use their religion uh, when it comes to even the conversation Roe v. Wade with the mm-hmm. abortion or whatever. They stand ten toes down on that, and they mm-hmm. say, "No, you're killing babies." Mm-hmm. Right? It's more nuanced than that to me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they do stand on what they feel, um, and. I get it. I get it. I get both sides, but I get them because they literally stand on something. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And the thing about it, too, is there's certain statements they make that ain't wrong. A lot of people are very sexually um, uh, irresponsible. Yeah. And they make it to the point of even having to get an abortion because they are very sexually irresponsible at times. A lot of Americans are. They got two, three, four, five, eight baby mamas. Mm-hmm. Women pregnant by multiple dudes, people just having kids for no, not using. Only forty eight percent of people use condoms. Only forty eight percent of people use condoms. We are just so undisciplined and sloppy mm-hmm. as a nation. And I'm part of the fifty two percent. What do you mean? What I don't use? Con- I'm just playing. Oh, like what? The fuck? <laughs> no, it's forty eight percent. I'm saying the fifty two that do use it. Oh, I mean that, uh, that that don't it. use it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the mm-hmm. hell? But it's just a conversation that, you know, I mean, we've had it. I don't want to keep, uh, you know, beating it down. But, yeah, yeah, I just don't feel like these conversations would even be had. We wouldn't be trying to find pronouns for motherfucking pedophiles <laughs> if we actually had some structure within our country, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and that's but just, that, that's the thing. even like, you know, if if we talked about like the being disciplined as a society right. or walking in, you know, your Christianity or whatever the case may be. A lot of people wouldn't even get to the space to even have an abortion if they waited till they got married to have that's a fact. Know, a sexual relationship. That, that's a fact. I mean? That's a fact. And that, th- there are people that do get abortions in marriages, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying a lot right. of times it'd be like a premarital right. situation. My thing is this. I think that in regards to the, the conversation surrounding the abortion, it's not you, you can't have a one size fits all in that and say like oh every time they do it it's just because they doing it just to do it and that's that's just simply not true mm-hmm. a lot of it is due to situations like we talked one of the main drivers was financial yeah you know what was that like high 40s mm-hmm. it was like high 40 like 46 percent of women were having them because they weren't financially ready and i mentioned like is that really a bad thing because you if you're going to bring a baby into poverty and you know that that's the case let i mean let, let, let's get away from the whole like oh you should have wore a condom you should have been more sexually responsible okay it's already happened it's already happened now yeah. it's already happened now mm-hmm. and now you don't want to have a child because of financial reasons but 
I think it would be smart to to not have the child now because if you grew up in poverty, you know what that's about. Mm-hmm. I grew up poor. Mm-hmm. I know what that feels like, how horrible that is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. And some people say like, well, these babies, they're just killing babies because they say they don't have the money. And it's like, that's where I got a problem with conservatives. Mm-hmm. Is a lot of them been high on the hog for a long I'm not saying every conservative is rich. Yeah. But I know a lot of conservatives with money. Yeah. If you want to talk about you know, people with money, it would be conservatives. They're more, they're, they're more, uh, I would consider myself, yeah, capitalist. I would Mm -hmm. consider myself fiscally conservative Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. personally, I don't want to get penalized for being successful. I'm trying to be rich, bro. I'm trying to be rich. I don't need you bending me over, taking more taxes for me. Yeah. I'm trying to find the loopholes. And ain't no logic going to ever be able to, you know, you can't logic my way out of that thought process. No, like no. It's, you can probably fit, like emotionally say like, "Hey, you know, we need to donate money here, and everybody should be on the equal playing right. field." That's cool. We can we can have like, that conversation. Here, go, here, go fuck but, yourself. <laughs> logistics, <laughs> logistic wise, especially when niggas been poor for thirty years right. of their life. Man, I need some money. Right. If they'd be like, we need to be more equitable and be more, you know, honest with each other. I'd be like, look, I just donated a dollar at Panda Express. <laughs> That's <laughs> as charitable as I'm going to get right now. <laughs> right? You just rounded it up. Yeah. I, I stopped donating a dollar. I don't do Panda. that no more. I don't do that no more. Especially when I don't know where this money is going and they never say like, hey, this is where your, your money is going. Especially because y'all trying to... Uh, Y'all trying to take some of my uh, honey walnut shrimp and spoon it out of my plate. Yeah. Like, don't spoon. on it. Yeah, don't skip me on my shit. I, Chipotle tried to do it sometime. They'll put some chicken in there, scoop some out. I'm like, uh-uh, you better put that shit back in there. <laughs> it's already in there. Yeah, you're not going to get no, look, look, uh, Chipotle and Panda Express, okay? I'm going to give you a warning, okay? Don't you ever scoop chicken or any type of food out of my plate again. <laughs> Your employees are not going to get a raise for that, okay? I feel you. There was a there was a chick I used to know back in uh, when I was in college. I used to work in Sears in the mall, and there was a Panda Express in the mall. I don't know if there's one now though, but there was one back then. We're talking 2006, right? Mm-hmm. And she was 19. I was like 20 or 21. Mm-hmm. I think I was mm-hmm. 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was 21. And she was hella cute, but she had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But we had like a working relationship. Like she would hook me up with Panda. Yeah. Right. But my plates was stupid. Yeah. Like she would put so much food in there. Yeah. That I would have to I would share it with my coworker. She would just get like it had that big, you know that big metal spoon they got? Mm-hmm. But back then it had like it was deeper. Mm-hmm. You know how it's flat kind of now? Mm-hmm. It was like a looked like a ladle. Yeah. Back yeah, then, yeah. You know that? <laughs> Scoot some Kool-Aid out of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a bunch of orange sauce in my <laughs> shit. She would scoop yeah. it up. She'd be like, hi, how's your day going? Talking to me while she's scooping this stuff. Yeah. And I don't even care about fucking no more. I just want chicken. Yeah. I'm just here for the chicken now. Yeah. The, the, that's the thing. That's that's one of the the bad things about growing up. When you're in your 30s, you don't really have, not too many of your friends is working in fast food no more. Nah. Sometimes you would go in, like you had a friend that worked at KFC, and he yeah. might throw two two extra pieces of chicken oh, yeah. on there just to be like, hey, man, what's up, man? I ain't seen you in, a, I ain't seen you in forever. Mm-hmm. I'm just chilling, man, just trying to get some food. You're like, oh, don't worry. I'm going to hook you up, bro. And you getting all kind of desserts you, and it's stuff. Some, it's some people that are around our age right now that work fast food, but it's not by choice. They probably did some prison time. <laughs> It's the only job they can get. They be like, man, I'm, I work at KFC, man. Come over there, I'll hook you up, man. Yeah, shit. I'm the type of dude though. Like, if you hook me up, I'm gonna give you a little bit of money because I know you know times is tough for you. That's real. Yeah, you know? that's a must. I, man, I ain't been in KFC in years, bro. <sighs> yeah, I stop. I as as much as like I've 
been a person that uh, eats a lot of fast food. Like I, I I've slowed it down. Like I'll yeah, eat right. Not like fast food in terms of like a drive through. I'll go out to eat. Yeah, like some shit or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in terms of going through a McDonald's, Jack in the Box drive through, it's been a minute. Yeah, it, that shit is that shit is not good for you at all. Mm-hmm. As far as the chicken is concerned, I ain't been there in a minute, and mm-hmm. it's it's cool. It's just too much oil, man. Mm-hmm. It's just way too much oil. Yeah. I don't like have a like an affinity for chicken. I got some chicken in the fridge, and it's uh the uh, it was in a brown paper bag, and the whole bag is just oily. Oh, oh. It's Albertson's chicken. Yeah. The problem with that here's the problem with that: is the fried or the or the baked? Fried. Okay, bro. What you got to do first of all is put it in the air fryer. Air fryer, get it right back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> air fryer actually make it better. Yeah, because mm-hmm. what it does is gonna cook that oil out too. Mm-hmm. So you'll have Way what's called uh, you'll be eating a uh, rehabilitated chicken. Yeah, air fryer is the only. There's no way um, to to revive fries, um, French fries. Oh. Oh yeah, but you throw them in the air fryer, oh, bring yeah. it back to it, bring it back. It's like seventy percent life. You know ah shit! I say you put it first of all. It's, it's a science behind using the air fryer. Uh-huh. If you have any fried object, you need to fry it at the highest temperature of the air fryer mm-hmm. to kind of shock that shit and mm-hmm. then crisp it up. Mm-hmm. And then and with me, mine's is like it's it's almost like it's got a fan at the top, so mm-hmm. it's like oscillating the hot dry mm-hmm. air, frying mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I put my shit at four hundred. 400 yep 400 just take it out your fries crispier than a motherfucker yeah yeah man i'm talking about the not the regular fries or the ones that's been like you know you got you bought mcdonald's earlier yeah, in the day I'm talking and, about that yeah too. okay cool both of them mm-hmm. yeah one time i went to mcdonald's and and the fry the worst fries you could get from a restaurant is when they like not all the way done so they kind of all hanging oh yeah and you just still raw all that oil on yeah them. And I'm like, yo, I spend too much money. I'm putting these in the air fryer, and you put it at the highest one, and then by the time you get them, all the grease is out of them. Mm-hmm. It's like, and then you look, you're like, damn, that's all that oil. Yeah. What I do is I make it clear when I go to a restaurant, I say I like my fries well done. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, so you want them extra crispy, huh? Mm-hmm. What the? Uh, I went to Ortega's and the dude was like, you want them extra crispy? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, you guys got to check, before we move on, you guys got to check out Ortega's on Chester, on South Chester. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's... Um, Not South Chester. It's regular Chester. It's regular Chester? Yeah, it's only down the street. South Chester, way down there. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's like true. Like past uh, Bell Terrace and all that. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. But if you're going south on Chester... Mm-hmm. And you're, you're south on Chester. Let's say you come from, you're going, let's say you're going east on California. Mm-hmm. And you make that right. And now you're going south on Chester. Mm-hmm. And then you drive past, uh, it's not Monica's no more. Um, it's, Monica's it's on California. It's on California now. It's a Bell Bonds place. Yes, Bell Bonds place. You pass a couple of establishments to your right, you'll see Ortega's. Mm-hmm. Man, they shit is fire. I ain't had their breakfast, but it looked fire, though. Mm. They got the big old pancakes. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, man, I like pancakes, but not that much. Yeah, I, I, if, I, if you got them big ones, I can't eat no more than one or two. They be, yeah. The crazy part is like when you go to a restaurant, you'll get you'll get like a stack of pancakes, like three of them. Mm-hmm. Say it's like nine dollars, ten dollars, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And a waffle, a singular waffle, is gonna be like thirteen dollars. So you can get three pancakes for like ten bucks, but one waffle for thirteen dollars. It just, I, I never really understood that. 
I don't know. I don't fuck with waffles like that. Waffles is cool, but waffles like, fire. I fuck with pancakes more than waffles. I smack. I smack both of them. I don't care. I had some pancakes so good from Denny's one time, bro. I don't I, discriminate. I know. I like them white uh, white pancakes, them thick ones too. <laughs> I like Mexican pancakes. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I like them uh, brown pancakes too. I personally like black pancakes. Fire. Yep. Yeah, thick ones with a lot of cream inside. Yeah, I had some pancakes one time, and it had uh, chocolate chips and like uh, it was like cream inside of it. I don't know what the fuck it was, mm. man. I don't know. Was don't... it a crepe or was it a pancake? It was a pancake. Yeah, you messed with the crepes. Uh, not really. It's whatever. They just like skinny pancakes. That's all it is. Skinny like pancakes. Diet pancakes. No, with... nah, not even diet pancakes. It's, it's skinny <laughs> pancakes with like fruit in them. Yeah. What's I forgot what oh it could be apples in them too, huh? Yeah, strawberries and stuff. I had them it's before like some they, anorexic pancakes. Yeah, it's like you're just trying to game me up with mm-hmm. put this little uh little crackhead pancake yeah. in here. <laughs> I remember we had them uh some foreign exchange student brought them to class one time. Really? Yeah, because you know, like in high school, they'll have the guy that comes from Germany. Yes, we had a guy. Yeah, and then he was like, you know, on the last day, like, hey, I'm just gonna make everybody crepe. So we was in there smacking the mugs. It was some dude named Sam. I think he was from England or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like he used to have these weird, like these very funny facial expressions that only make sense in his homeland. Yeah. Like, my name's Sam. <laughs> so you way too excited yeah, to be in like, America. Sam. <laughs> and and like that was like in that country where he's from, that's like normal. Mm-hmm. And it was some girl, I think her name was Suki. And she was from like Japan. Mm-hmm. And she used to have these high socks. She was a foreign exchange student. Mm-hmm. She used to have these high socks like a fucking, like an anime, swear. Mm-hmm. But they used to be like bulging at the top, like mm-hmm. like the 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 you know how the top has got like a ring, like a blouse it? or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. No, huh? I know. No, not a blouse. Oh, not the ones not that like hang. the schoolgirl socks. Nah. Oh, it's just tube socks that was like at the top. You know how like whether like right here, there's like a line, mm-hmm. like a stitch at the top, mm-hmm. but it'd be a thick stitch, and it'd be it, she would look like a Marvel, like a. Uh, Marvel street versus fighter. Capcom. I know what you're yeah, like yeah. a Street Fighter character yeah, yeah. at school. Yeah, and I was like, That's "What wild. the fuck?" She didn't really speak very much English at all. She'd be like, "Ha, good time, good time." Yeah, and I'd be like, "Yo, who is that? <laughs> Why is she in Bakersfield?" Yo, yo, I gotta say this shit before we move on. Has anybody ever seen those tour buses that got like a bunch of Asian people on it? Uh huh. You know what I'm talking about? Like in L.A. No, nah, in Bakersfield in too. In Bakersfield, I haven't yeah. seen them in Bakersfield. And they always take them to the most whack places in town. Yeah. One time they was parked over there next to the Great Castle Buffet. I think it's uh-huh. no, not Great Castle, but what's the buffet down the street off California? The one that's right. Oh, you know what I'm talking uh, about by the gas station and yeah, the hotel by the Chevron. And stuff. Yeah. Uh, what is that called? I don't know. I, I know what you're talking about. Right off the uh, freeway right yeah. there. Yeah. Exit. But they, the bus was right there, and it was a bunch of Asian people. I think it was Japanese. Mm-hmm. And they was walking around with cameras, just walking mm-hmm. around. I'm like, bro, do you not realize what the fuck? We in Bakersfield. Like, man. And then and then what, they was taking pictures of me. Yeah. Was, and I was just like, I must have been the first black dude they seen out here or something. Football? Football? Football. Yeah. yeah. Very, they, strong. They football. Very strong. Very strong. It's tall. Very tall. Yeah. Defensive taco. Yeah. Defensive taco. Charles Barkley. Defensive taco. Kobe Bryant. They like defensive taco. You know? <laughs> like, nigga, I ain't eating that. This ain't no defensive taco. <laughs> Very strong. <laughs> Alpha male. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah. It was somebody. I was on a freeway, too, at work. And mm-hmm. uh, it was a bus full of, of Asian people, too. I think they, I don't know if they were Japanese or Korean. Yeah. 
and they was taking pictures of me too while I'm driving the truck. Mm-hmm. And they all got their cameras just taking pictures. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Yo? Imagine, like, what do they tell their people back home? I seen a defensive taco, He's yeah. Strong man. Yeah, you could Google him. He's a blacker man. A blacker. blacker he he looking like a man. <laughs> well, you seen that uh that skit that was on uh, Mad TV back in the day? Uh-uh. Her name was Mrs. Lee. Mm. It's like he looked the police backs on the for a description. They're like, What did you see when you seen the man leave? Like, he looked like a man, like a man. And it's like, like what? Was he black, white? What was the description? He looked like a man. I tell you everything. <laughs> Bro, that shit used to have me dying. <laughs> but that was back before, like, that's back when people had humor. Like yeah. you can't do that shit now. That's get, the, the cool part about being an Asian, especially like in a big city, you just always look like a tourist. You could live there and still be like, if you take a selfie, you automatically look like. <laughs> like you in if LA? Been there for the first time. You could uh, be born and raised in Orange County, still look like a tourist. <laughs> it's like, yo, you from here? You need some help? And they talk just like you. What you mean? I need some help? <laughs> yeah, they feel like <laughs> like Asians like from you LA or something. Some help? They just they sound like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. You ever been to Koreatown? Um, not I mean passing through, not really in it. In it, yeah, that's it's legit like Korea, like real, like yeah. I remember I had Asian to take culture. Yeah, I had to take a um, I had to get some loads of dirt out there. It's when I was uh, I first had my CDL, so it was within a year, and we had to do some work out of town in Koreatown. Mm-hmm. There was a building that they broke down, and there we were loading up dirt, leaving there, and it was a busy day. It was a bunch of people in traffic both ways in all directions mm-hmm. and it was like legitimately like a self-sustained area of nothing but korean people mm-hmm. and i was like yo like i know it sounds funny but i was just like i had never been to koreatown at that time mm-hmm. and i was like yo this is legitimately korean mm-hmm. like i didn't see i seen like one black dude but he was like homeless mm-hmm. like he looked lost He's like y'all got some chains somebody got chains somewhere yeah yeah that's probably the only black guy i've seen over there yeah that's a trip that's funny yeah all right uh switching gears let's get ready to close where we at man uh 130 okay let's get wrap it up here soon um alex jones for those that don't know who alex jones is he's like a conspiracy theorist um he's been on joe rogan many times he has a lot of different theories and uh yeah, a lot of them don't check out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alex Jones ordered to pay Sandy Hook parents more than forty-five million in punitive damages. He was previously ordered to pay more than four million in compens- compensatory damages. Um, Alex Jones had been ordered to pay more than forty-five million in punitive damages to Sandy Hook parents. A Texas jury found on Friday the development comes a day after the jury ordered Jones to pay them four point one in compensatory damages the conspiracy theorist and infowars founder was successfully sued by the parents of six-year-old boy who was killed in the 2012 sandy hooker elementary school massacre after he claimed that the shooting where 20 children and six adults were killed was a hoax a claim he he said he now thinks is 100 percent real the parents sued jones for 150 million the punitive damages total forty five point two million with 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 total damages awarded amounting to forty nine point three million. A lawyer representing the Sandy Hook families had said in court on Thursday that he intends to hand over two years worth of Jones text messages to the House of uh, Committee investigating January 6th after they were inadvertently provided to him by Jones uh, lawyers. I've been. 
I've been asked to turn them over. I certainly intend to do that unless you tell me not to, Mark Bankston told the judge, saying he's been asked by the January 6th committee to turn them over. Man, he's just getting in the middle of everything. That's but crazy. I'm pretty sure Alex Jones is good for that. He's made a lot of fucking money, man. That's a lot of money, bro. It is, but he's made a lot of fucking money. Watch, watch. I'm going to put in Alex Jones net worth. Watch this. Alex Jones net worth. Let me it see. says 270 on this yeah. uh, news news time. Yeah. Damn, that's so much money. Yeah, but that's he's got it because he, he's got a self-sustaining like platform man mm -hmm. like they don't let him be on no platforms mm -hmm. but uh he doesn't need it because he's got he's got the power he's got the he's got the pulse of the people but here's my thing when it comes to alex jones alex jones um he basically said he 100 percent believes in it now now do you believe in it now because you really believe in it or the fact that you got sued for 45 million dollars and you can't say that it's fake anymore Mm -hmm. Which one is it, Alex? Because <laughs> ultimately, if you was a if Alex was a real nigga, he would stand on that. <laughs> He'd be like, problem. I'm standing on it. I think it's a hoax. I, I don't think your kid died. But <laughs> due to the fact that a parent called your ass out after all those years of him saying, I think it's a hoax, I think it's a hoax, and then you got a bunch of people that the problem with people is they can't think for themselves. So what they tend to do is they regurgitate all the things they hear from these big platforms and those things become law to them yeah. they become the truth yeah. you know and unfortunate part about it is people don't do enough research nor do they they it, i heard people that said that 9-11 was a hoax bro them buildings falling down wasn't a hoax pete davidson's dad is gone yeah his dad is dead so regardless of the hoax it's not a hoax that people are gone mm -hmm. so i was like come on man people people saying these mass shootings are a hoax yeah I, they're, and it's like bro they just want to take away our guns that's why I got a problem with conservatives is they will literally they will literally lean on a, some conspiratorial shit to make their point. Mm -hmm. That it's annoying. I heard it recently um with the whole insurrection. There's like those were crisis actors. They were not real Trump supporters. Mm -hmm. It's like how the fuck do you know? Yeah. Like shut up. I think the beautiful thing about this is like people no matter who you is um you can't be out here spreading false information. No. They're not letting that slide no more. Mm -mm. And that money can't bring their kids back um, as far as the Sandy, the Sandy Hook situation. But it's like it's hitting them right in their pockets. Yeah. Because 50, 50 million ain't Trump changed to nobody. Mm -mm. You know, nope. that's a lot of money. <clears throat> so I think in this situation, it just kind of it sets a precedent for people. Even like with the, uh, the Cardi B situation and the... Um, the uh, the other YouTuber that was basically saying, what'd she say? She had herpes or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So all these people, and, sp and, it, and it primarily happens with these, like, these social media people where they, they, they kind of, they kind of built their audience on saying, like, reckless stuff. And I think now people, and even us, like, it makes us have to be more responsible for the stuff that we say. Yeah. Because we know it, even with our platform being the size that it is, if we have some sort of viral moment and we say, I don't know, we say uh, Will Smith got some sort of monkey pox or whatever the case may be, or he started it and that just go viral and it spread everywhere. Like we got to be responsible for that the, statement. Yeah. And there was a narrative going around that was extremely homophobic. And, uh, and it was basically that homosexuals were spreading monkey mm -hmm. pox. 
Yeah. And I was like, yo, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's, that's why. Fuck, that's what they did with AIDS. Mm-hmm. They said it was basically like, oh, it's a homosexual disease. And then mm-hmm. a bunch of straight people start getting it. Yeah. So it's like, bruh. It's not the homosexual disease. It's the bisexual disease. It's it's the, the lack of sexual responsibility. Yeah. You know how irresponsible I would feel if I just was just going in some raw, like, and I'm a responsible dude. So if I was to go without a condom, I, I would be a great father. <laughs> yeah, it the thing that was, <laughs> the thing with the um it, to me when I that is homophobic like the idea that gay people yeah. like spread AIDS or whatever. Right. But to me, logistically, it, it it would make sense because you 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 would think that um, primarily the reason why you know or and I'm gonna say primarily, but one of the reasons why you do wear a condom is so you don't get a girl pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't get this nigga pregnant, so I'm just mm-hmm. going there wrong. So that, you think that probably played into the yeah, sexual Yeah, I'm like, why would I even wear a condom? I'm it, going it, in a booty It played hole. into the sexual irresponsibility. Because mm-hmm. you have hetero people who are already irresponsible, but a person that, that's not going to get anyone pregnant yeah. doesn't see the and danger. Why would I even wear a condom? That don't make any sense. Because uh, yeah. that's all we really worried about, right? Uh, like, obviously there's risks of having an STD, and we're mindful of that, but uh, a lot of times Times it's just like, dang, did I get this girl pregnant? Uh, did she start her period yet? Oh, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, but now going back to um, Alex Jones, I just think like, you know, one, it 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 hits him where it hurts. That's that's like when you got to fork fork over fifty million dollars, forty nine million dollars, or whatever, um, and your net worth is only two hundred and seventy or whatever. Like that's that's a hefty, yeah, that's a hefty fine. And um, yeah, it just it just makes everyone be more mindful of the the, the information they spread. Like I be I be hearing like uh, I remember Charlemagne, the guy on on the Breakfast Club, and and Angela Yee. Charlemagne, like I think you mentioned it earlier before the pod. Like as as he gets older, he's starting to like push back on the nonsense. Like I think he's starting to realize that he doesn't need the clickbait things. He doesn't need the headlines to in order to be entertaining. So Angela Yee was reporting something, and obviously it's, it's called rumor report. So right. most of the stuff that they're reporting is just like rumors or you know stuff that's floating around the internet. And it was like, it was such a far out rumor, and I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, but Charlemagne is like, like, you know, why are we even reporting this? Like, you know, this is not, the, the thing you're saying is just a rumor. It's not standing on nothing. Like, right. this is just something that was floating around the internet and you putting so much emphasis on it. And what they do, they try to lead by saying this is just a rumor or sources say or whatever, mm. but it's not no real, no. there ain't no real evidence that this is even no. real. No, And um, I just say that to say, like, people are starting to become more responsible with their platforms. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you should ever base a story just, it, it, like, the problem, with, the problem with it is is when people want to like ESPN or Stephen A. Smith, they'll say my sources tell me, and that's how they get away with basically not having a real source. Just making stuff up. Yeah, because if they say, I think that what's going on, it, what it does is is it, it puts all of the responsibility on you, but you get to share the liability with this fictional person mm-hmm. when you say my sources tell me, mm-hmm. when no one knows who the fuck the source is. Mm-hmm. My sources are telling me that LeBron is wanting out of Los Angeles. He wants to go back home <laughs> to Akron, Ohio. Akron. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up, Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> yeah. But, That's yeah, funny. I think that if you're a person with a massive platform like that, you got to be careful. This is what I hope. I hope that 
me and you in the coming years, Keith, can make a very, very great financial living off of our content. And I hope that that platforms get pretty decent. But I like what Jesus and Merrill have. I like the fact that the platform's pretty big, but it's not so massive. They that, don't got no platform no more. Uh, well, they, I mean, well, they, they're still they're they used still, to. Used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as of recent. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, as a collaborative, yeah, I like how they were able to move and not get so massive that it just became like a Joe Rogan thing. Mm-hmm. I would never want Joe Rogan's platform. Mm-hmm. Fuck no. Yeah, because that's pe- out of, I, but I will say it's out of their control. Mm. Like I don't know if Joe Joe Rogan just did podcasts. That's true, and he you know focused on quality content, um, quality guests, and it just blew up. It's people that fucking hate Joe. It's people that love Joe. Yeah, I, I like Joe Rogan because he's a human being. He doesn't try to be something he's not. He just is who he is. Yeah, you, you know who I've really been watching a lot of, and I don't agree with some of the stuff he says at all, but some stuff he's really spot on. Is Andrew Tate. Mm. You gotta watch this dude. Just mm. go to YouTube and look up Andrew Tate. Mm-hmm. A lot of women fucking hate this guy. They yeah. fucking hate Andrew Tate. Mm-hmm. But I see the validity in some of the statements he makes. Some of the stuff where he's like shitting on women, I'm like, oh, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Other times he makes some great points. I'm just a person like, I've started becoming very, um, uh, uh, how do you say? I've been I, I'm I've liked the person who is not always liked by people, and I mm-hmm. look for the good and bad in them. Mm-hmm. Like I like I said earlier before the podcast, I'm not a fan of Candace Owens, but she's made some great points. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a fan of Ben Shapiro, but he made some great points before. Yeah, you know. And then he's like, I think a lot of the problem with conservatives they be tone deaf like a motherfucker, mm-hmm. tone deaf. Mm-hmm. You're like, bro, where are you at? And and liberals they just turn into the weirdos. Yeah. It's like, bro, you got pink hair. You got blue hair. <laughs> you are, If you got orange, blue, or pink hair, you are more likely to be liberal. Mm-hmm. If you're a person that thinks that um, uh, slavery was a choice, you might be conservative. You know, the, ne- the, <laughs> next, <laughs> the next thing is going to be the like a, a age, like an age, a trans age thing where people can identify as whatever age, right? So mm. like a 10-year-old can identify as 21. He can go buy alcohol mm. or, you know, a 30-year-old, if he wants to date somebody underage, he might identify as 13 years old or something. Trans minor. Trans minor. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. And it sounds like a joke, but who knows? 10, 15 years from now, we're going to revisit this conversation. All I know is this. If they do, if that ever came into law where it's like, if you're 15, you could legally... Um, you could legally become uh, non-age binary or whatever. Like, <laughs> non-age binary. <laughs> like I'm, I'm actually 21 years of age. Yeah. You know who gonna have a problem with that? Who's that? R. Kelly. The nigga gonna be like, "Let me out." Yeah. <laughs> All them girls was trans age. They was trans age girls when I was messing with them. Imagine he manipulate all of them to say that they identified as an older. They identified as 18. Damn. That's crazy. It's like, okay, well, what we're going to do is we're going to reduce your sentence for that, but you still urinated on them. <laughs> we can't get that pee out of there. <laughs> that, that's, on, that's on tape. <laughs> that's um, crazy. It's, like, just what the problem is, if they just, I, what if they identify as transurine? Would I be trans-urine. able to get out of here? <laughs> la, da, 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 la. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, R. Kelly, man. I seen a video of him. It was like, I don't, they, I don't know why they made the headline like this. It's some like low key clickbait YouTube stuff. What did he say? It was like last YouTube video of R. Kelly. 
and he was like singing uh I believe I can fly in front of Minister Farrakhan. Really? Yeah. In some weird like hotel. And he like got up and started singing. Like, see me running through that open door. <laughs> and then he stood up and then he was just like singing to the room. And it was like four people in there. It was just kind of weird. Like he had a low key performance in the hotel. And then he got locked up the next day. Oh my God. He's probably looking for anybody. He was with who? He said Farrakhan? Yeah. He was looking for any 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 figure that would probably go to bat for him so he could get out of prison. Yeah, he needed to surround himself. Yeah, yeah. he'll probably get prayed for because he knows his booty hole gonna be raw. by I don't. I don't think that uh, R. Kelly don't strike me as a person that's gonna get uh, get raped in prison. You don't think so? Nah, I think he'll be doing the, uh, the peeing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, it looks like we made it to the end of this episode, man. Yeah. Um. For those who have made it to the end of this episode, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fings. We're out of here. Peace.